0: I'm Dan Orlovsky. When I'm looking for safety, I always take the extra steps
1: and listen to Chris and Case on the Detroit
0: Lions podcast.
1: Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is... Detroit Lions Podcast, your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. <laughs> and, and, and now, two guys who haven't scored since 1958, um, Chris and Case.
2: Hey, Idaho ho Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast. This is episode 263. This is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with me is my good friend and co-host, the
3: Riz. How you doing, Riz? It is great to be with you,
2: Chris. We are almost to draft from us. I'm very happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, got a lot going on. Today's show, will be taking your calls. Uh, of course, throughout the whole show, we're taking your calls. There's a lot of questions. It's a big week. A lot of stuff going on. We're going to take a look at three quarterbacks that you haven't heard much about yet and give you some info on them. And uh, Riz may try to slide a little extra in there like he always does. <laughs> always going deep. Bob Quinn. He leaked his draft board today, if you didn't see it. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about why it sucks to be Bob Quinn and a whole lot more. we got a great show lined up. Riz, you ready to go, my man?
1: Let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down.
2: All right, a couple of quick announcements. First, check it out. Help us out on Patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from... That's right, my man. Of course, the very first donor, Mathis and Brian B. from I Prevail, I He will be tuning in for the draft party, just so you know. He said he'll be there. Uh, You can join all the crew and uh, get the best, most intelligent Lions chat on the Internet as a side benefit by joining Patreon at patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. If you contribute as little as a dollar a month to the show, help keep us going, help keep the lights on, help keep the broadcast broadcasting. Uh, you'll get into that, the great, great chat with Riz, me, Case, a whole bunch of other awesome, awesome people, uh, of which Jim Young is one of them. I have to give him a special shout-out this week because he's been around since the beginning. He's a great guy. Um, but go on over patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Sign up. Little is a dollar a month. We'll take more, like we always say. But uh, you can get access to the slat, uh, pre-information about stuff we're doing, all kinds of stuff. It's a great way to go and help support the show. Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, Instagram Detroit Lions podcast, and all on the Twitter machine at DET Lions podcast, DET Lions podcast. It's the very best place to see the Riz.
1: With no pause. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> uh, that might be the thumbnail. A true YouTube moment. <laughs>
3: Cometize the children
2: there. <laughs> Subscribe on YouTube. See Riz's uh, antics, we'll say, <laughs> or, or horrific exhibit exhibitions. YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Also, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Panda, Aura, Pandora, wherever you find us. We love that. Thank you for those reviews. We got some great reviews from the folks. Uh, i going to read one or two of them here and there. We're not going to do a big, like, hey, you read the reviews kind of thing, but there was one that was really, really nice that we got that I wanted to just say thanks to the, the person who did it because it was a really, really... Cool, cool review. Uh, give us a call via Skype at Detroit Lions Podcast. All one word. Detroit Lions Podcast or call us in the Lions line at 929-33 Lions. It's 929-335-4667. Leave us a message and get a chance to hear yourself on the show.
1: Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review this week in Reddit. All right, it's time to talk about the fun and
2: exciting things going on this week in Reddit. And there's a lot, Riz. There's there's actually a lot going on, and um, there's a couple things yeah. specifically we want to talk about. Uh, first, we have to talk about the live draft party. I feel like we haven't talked about it as much as we we normally do, and it's it's like
3: I agree. It's something that we tell me what's what's happening this weekend, oh, Chris. Oh. Tell me all about it.
2: You were a big setter when you played volleyball, weren't you?
3: You just I, I was. Just, I, I I had cherry hands, man.
2: <laughs> oh well. We'll have to talk about that. That's a- <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, the live draft party on Thursday and on Friday. We will be out there. We'll be kicking it live. Um, it's 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 going to be awesome. We're going to be doing the live stream. We'll go all the picks with you. We'll break down from the Lions' perspective, from the other team's perspective. And uh, it's a great way to just to hang out with uh, a couple guys that you, that you like. Have a couple of drinks. We tend to drink and uh, have more drinks as the night goes on. It gets a little sillier. A little it is
3: you and Sandman, right?
2: Um, on Thursday? On Thursday, it's Case and I. On okay. Friday, it's me, possibly the Riz. I don't know if you've heard of him, and Sandman, and Sandman. So, uh, oh, yeah,
3: it, it's it's the mobile crew all over again. Yeah,
2: it's senior oh, ball to the yeah. draft, right? The oh, whole, whole, yeah. whole journey. So, what we doing it both nights? Uh, just so you know, it's like seven and a half hours of broadcasting, but we're here for you. We're here for you. We don't do commercials. So, uh, yeah, Chuck, come in, hang out, have a good time. Uh, It'll be here on the YouTube. We also get in through the the website. We love it when you guys join us. So, live draft party. We'll go live just as the draft broadcast starts. Look, there's a lot of streaming going on, uh, especially for cord cutters these days. There's more and more people, and there's a whole bunch of different... um, times that people are seeing it over probably about a 45 to 60 second period when the announcement happens for different people depending on how they're getting the information so tune in with us we'll have one straight stream for you and uh we'll keep it together and and make sure you have a good time along the way all right we'll talk about that one more time before we go for the folks that show up later all right let's do this let's talk about bob quinn i don't know if you saw his video uh he did on espn today did you see
3: that i did not i missed it Ah.
2: so his draft board leaked and,
3: ooh, and
2: and ooh. it's good because he only showed the back of it and <laughs> flipped it around. before. <laughs> before. <laughs> but we know he's using a three by five board. OK, so three foot by five foot. So we've got something going on now. Either we're okay. small, fine tipped white board markers, but our Intel machine is working, working full time. Are um, there
3: any like mirrors or glasses or anything that we can like, you know, like Mission Impossible decode from?
2: <laughs> only on the ceiling. I'm not terrible. Um, he he did have a couple more whiteboards that were cleaned behind him that he's using for uh, uh, just notes during the draft. I'm, it's interesting how, yeah. if they're going to show up because you could see the tripods where the cameras and lighting were set up for probably draft picks or interviews or whatever during the, t- the time. Because it's it's broadcast lighting, right? It's not just yeah. I'm talking on a Zoom call. So uh, we'll see how that plays out and uh, and and what that looks like. But those boards are going to be behind him, so I don't know if they have they have to work on their intel on that or what, but.
3: You know, he, he's not an idiot, and I'm sure that if he shows something, somebody who's one of the 10 to 15 people that's in his ear is going to be like, hey, Bob, uh, check that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man. Yes, um, for the chat, it is a quarantine beard. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I can't even type that. I try to type back in the chat. Um, I don't know. It is it is what it is. I've never had it this long before, so maybe I'll watch it. It's a easy top style. Maybe go for it. I've thought about it. I, I have. I thought about getting to go into the big chops too, right? If I end up with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just the whole dirtbag biker look. I love that look. That's My wife is like horrified every time. I, she thinks it's a threat like I'm teasing her. It's That's my retirement look though when I do eventually one day retire. <laughs> get a retirement. And you might be
3: retiring single. <laughs>
2: <laughs> retirement and divorce all in one thing. Hey, how about that? There you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, also, the one interesting thing that came out of that video, an interview he did, um, uh steve lancaster's his name it's his IT director for the lions he is going mm-hmm. to be in a winnebago and bob quinn's driveway for the entirety of the three days of the draft yes that, that's pretty impressive that your guy's on site um and okay. it's smart right
3: <laughs> so the, the reason why he is in the winnebago and not in the house is because our state of michigan is shut down and you've if I try to go to my neighbor's house right now, I'd get in trouble. There, there are people, by the way, who would who would bust us too. They're like, "Oh, you're not social distancing." That's yeah. a very big deal in Michigan right now, uh, especially too. on the east side of the state where uh, where where COVID is, is still rampant. So it it it's it's conforming to the request and mandate edict, whatever you want to call it, from from our governor here, and uh, they're 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 playing by the rules. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that, that, Better safe than sorry. When you're you know? doing
2: like a national broadcast, you kinda have to play by the rules, don't you?
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean That's it's, a little more pressure. You can't sneak over for You a, know, we, we try to keep the politics the,
3: the politics out of out of everything as much as you can, and then the NFL does that too. So uh, you know, if he was there, some people would raise a stake, like, oh well they're not social distancing. What's that guy doing there? You know, yeah. he, he could have been exposed. So that that's all it's all out of the picture. And yeah. that's that's probably the smart way to go. Yeah. It, and you got logi- you- logistically, it's it seems like the picture that I get is like 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 cousin Eddie, you know, sitting out in the in one in the Chris Wall driveway, but like <laughs> <Shitter's> doing <ball. laughs> but, but doing like FBI surveillance, you know, like like things, yeah, around the open yeah, around exactly. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I picture. Uh, <laughs> I, I I wonder if that's that's the case or not. I'm sure. Um, so I do know an IT guy from another team who has been working with that team's coach and GM and other people, and he said it's been crazy. And one of the assistant coaches who's required to be patched in lives out in the country and does not have um, anything but satellite internet. Oof. So they have been working on getting getting a feed to his house so he can actually do it. Um, he he does not live in a state that is quarantined, so you know there, there's probably some help there, but that. Uh, yeah
2: no it's there's
3: some very odd logistical things that you never would have thought of before that are coming out of this mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah for sure the one thing i've since i moved to this location um got the gigabit fiber i am that's the first <laughs> hey, my,
3: my son's
2: <laughs> almost done with the with the high school so i can kind of live anywhere go anywhere work anywhere what i feel like at that point right um One of the things I've, I've, I've made the prior used to be schools and school system was the number one thing I was, I was looking for. Now it's what's the internet speed (laughs) Do it. Can I get fiber? And then I can draw a picture around those areas and then I can buy there. So that's just the way it is, man. Um, really quick. Yeah. The, the COVID thing is real. The, uh, you know, I've seen some people talking about it and, uh, you know, they don't know anybody. Jordan in the chat had someone who, uh, he said passed away. Sorry about that. Jordan. Uh, so he lost someone in his family. My yeah. parents had someone literally across the street from them who also passed away from, from it. And, uh, you um, know, they're from, in their late seventies. So, I, I've got so them uh, down, you know, <laughs>
3: Yeah. so from, from lion's land, uh, Scott, Scott Bischoff, Bischoff. Yeah. lost his father-in-law yeah. to COVID.
2: Yep. Just on the show two weeks ago. Week and, yeah. and a half
3: ago, yeah. And, and yeah, so our prayers are up for Scott. Scott uh, we've been, I've been in contact with him since then. Um, he's doing fine. His wife is doing okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's rough, though. It's real.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it always stinks. So stay with it. Try to stay, you know, listen to the rules. Do the best you can. And, uh, and, and we just do what we can and go with it. All right. All right. Um, let's see. We've got that. They've got IS. Oh, the one thing I did want to talk about uh, Quinn mentioned that uh, he's going to have IS or IT. Sorry, we called IS at my company because we're idiots. Um, <laughs> after 13 years, you kind of get get it grained in. us um, the program. <laughs> they're gonna have IS support or IT support at 5 p.m. on draft night. Draft starts at eight, which is good, because yeah, I, I, doing this show. This is this is gonna be our fourth or fifth, our, third, our fourth annual live draft party show that we're doing this year. And if you wait to right before to start, something is always broken. Right, you remember last, right. the last show where you were, we were had your still photo. There was an update to Zoom that had changed a uh, a crazy setting deep that was unnamed and, and not. It was stupid. It took forever to find what the fix it was, could. and it, it had just updated that day, and boom, it broke it. You can't have that happen. You can't. You got to be up running, and then you know freeze your software and everything, and, and the, like a couple hours before, and then okay, let's go. And uh, so he's, he's, they've got the thing in hand. They've got some smart people working on it. So that's
3: on, oh, they, they have backed up redundancy too. I'm sure that Bob Quinn owns more than one laptop. If not, I'm sure the Lions have provided him with a backup that's ready to go. Just in case
2: three machines there. And I'm betting that he has cable and fiber or cable and DSL, or I guarantee he has two physical internet connections. It's one of the things Yeah, like when you're doing data centers. I mean, I don't know that he's gone this far, but at data centers, you'll have a physical connection coming in and the northwest corner and then another one down from the southeast corner in case of like there's some kind of terrorist attack or something that takes out part of the building, you still actually have connectivity. They think of all this kind of stuff, right? It's it's really you think all kinds of well
3: over my head, Chris. It's nuts. It's nuts. (laughs) It's insane.
2: all right so let's go we got the, we got quinn we got the lions they seem to have this covered in the in the era of covid hopefully everything holds up the way it is it would be such a lions thing if it didn't though but you know
3: it's, well it's, but the the league seems so they did they did a dry run the entire league did monday and other than people forgetting that they're on a conference call and forgetting to mute themselves i understand it went fairly well
2: <laughs> oh man yeah, uh, yeah.
3: The, the issues that you have with this that's uh you know, getting 32, 32 teams, at least two people from every team, the head coach and GM, although mm-hmm. in some cases they're one. Mm-hmm. The owner's probably in on it, I'm sure. Um, with the Lions, I'm sure that, that Kyle O'Brien, Mr. Advisor Hare himself, will be in on it. Uh, he's the director of player personnel. I'm sure your director of collegiate scouting will be in on it. Yep. They'll, they will all be on one thing, on one of the screens in front of Quinn. The NFL is using the Microsoft program. I forget what that's called. It's like Microsoft Link or something like that. Um, it's, MS it's, Teams,
2: probably. Yes, MS Teams. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thank you.
3: That That's the official one that, that they are using to use the selections. Yep. And uh, they I know that they've done a dry run for that, and I know that it worked. So mm-hmm. that's good.
2: Teams is, just, is generally pretty good. I found it's Skype for Business that is an absolute train wreck. But, hey, you know, whatever. Uh,
3: you can talk to my wife about that because she has to use that. Yeah. And yeah. she's not happy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. We launched a 130-user system. Um, the, the system launch was the first day that everybody worked from home. <laughs> you want to talk
3: oh, about it? Oh, nothing <laughs> like thrown into the fire. Yeah, you.
2: yeah. Oof. All right. nobody cares about that. We're not here for work. Yeah, um, no. Really quick, though. Football. Give me football. Work can generate pain. And uh, just like your lion skin sometimes it's and it's we feel your pain, and you know something I've personally found, and I found out through searching for my mother-in-law and she's she's sick she's she's old right <laughs> uh has uh, spinal stenosis has a couple things going on that cause really really severe pain to the point where she had to live with us for a couple months uh, during football season last year, and uh she's tried all kinds of different pain management things, and she wanted to try the CBD, which for her generation is the obviously it's a kind of desperation move because they were the reefer madness generation right they were they saw that it was just terrifying don't go near it because all kinds of crazy things will happen right so um I did some work I checked out some and 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 you know it's legal in all 50 states it's nothing that's gonna get you high it's nothing like that it's truly made from everything but the the stuff that, that gets you high um but it, it i I tested it out because she spent money on laser treatments and stuff that didn't work they were a quack stuff and she's fixed Ooh. income all that so i was like tell you what i'll use my money and i'll try some different things out if i find any kind of efficacious efficaciousness then fine right and uh, i went through and i did and i found one and they happened to do um i happened to like it and it worked really well for me and i said okay and i sent it to her and she's having some some relief with it it's nothing at least and i did low dose stuff right I Didn't go like way out there or anything but um it's, you know, the CBD, I've, I've found some, she's found some relief. I've found some, you know, insomnia of health and that kind of stuff. So we worked at this company, talked to them. Again, it's one of the things that we're absolutely certain. We only will talk about companies that we believe in or use ourselves. CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. They're saying that I said LSD on the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the chat if I had said that that was a mistake that was a that was a complete mistake <laughs> CBD cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com go to diamond CBD Lawrence Taylor has some spot some brands there of his of CBD you got Tommy Chong one of the favorites of the of the 420 crew here the day after 420 uh he's got some uh, some gummies and stuff he does so if you're looking for that and if it's something you think can help you out whether it's insomnia some pain whatever com. they give us a kickback if you buy their stuff and Hey, it may just help, as Jordan says, with being a Lions fan as well. All right, we'll move now to the the draft. There's three quarterbacks that we haven't talked about, and um, in particular, Brandon, who's who's usually around, and I haven't seen him on today. Um, he's been beating us up to say, okay, okay, we know about Herbert. We know about Tua. You may have heard about Burrow, but we've, we know enough then to know that we don't need to know because he's going to be gone. What about the other guys? What can their impact be for teams in the draft this year? And I said, you know something, Brandon? That's a great question. Let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. So if you don't mind, yeah. Riz, I'd like to kind of walk through a couple sure. guys. I'm going to tell you about where I think they're going to go, right? And it's kind okay. of specific because I have my own mock and whatever. But um, <clears throat> we'll see how it plays. The first one that I have of the range, I'll tell you who the three are, and then we'll walk through them. Uh, okay. Jordan Love, Jacob Eason, and Jalen Hurts are the three guys. And I think they're going to go okay. in that order. And I think we got Jordan Love from Utah State going to go about 23 in the first (laughs) round. Okay. Because you got a guy. um, You got a team. And you got a guy. And that's what they can get. Okay. Is is, is that that okay to start
3: there? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, Jordan Love uh, was at the Senior Bowl. He had an interesting career at Utah State. I saw him play live. I was at their game at Michigan State in 2018, where he was really good for three quarters and then completely threw the game away at the end. That's a recurring theme with Mr. Love. He chokes big time when he's under pressure. Right, right. <laughs> um, so I got to look it up. Let me let me find my draft board. So I, I'm actually doing my final mock draft tonight. Um, I'm at pick 27 right now. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up my big board so I can tell you exactly where I have him because I don't want to lie. I'm not a liar. But I am not high on him. So my comparison for him. I know you're
2: not. And that's why we didn't talk about him a whole lot, Riz. And I apologize to our people. We kind of just let him go because. Because he's terrible. yeah.
3: Um, Yeah. My comparison for him is Deshaun Kaiser, except Deshaun Kaiser was better in college. And I watched Deshaun Kaiser lead the Cleveland Browns, to a 0-16 record and lead the league in turnovers just in the red zone. He had more red zone turnovers than any other quarterback had turnovers, period, Mm -hmm. that year. He's dreadful. He's awful. He couldn't back up. We saw him in Detroit. He played the final game when Aaron Rodgers tapped out because he was a wuss and didn't do anything. That's – that's my comparison for him. So I'm. Let me. I'm scrolling way down here. Yeah, yeah. Do
2: you you think? Got a question? I am going at. About, uh, oh,
3: go ahead. Sorry. He is number 99 for me overall.
2: Wow. See, I I think that, and I've heard that. You're right, though. He's, he's, he's going.
3: He's he's going high. He, he, I I would be surprised if he's not a first rounder. But uh, not every first round quarterback is worth it.
2: Is a no. no is a first round player. Right.
3: (laughs) Yes, he is a first round selection. He is not a first round talent.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's the word. Thank you. And that's that's the thing. Um, Jordan Love and Bill Belichick. I think I've, I've heard the Patriots really like him. I've heard that they think he's a thing. And I think there's a little bit. This kind of is where our guy Quinn gets his lack of. He doesn't care about value necessarily he gets the guy that he wants right a, right. a reach is not a reach for him He, if he's got a guy specifically that has talents that he wants and that's the best player of need available or the best player available he will just take him
3: yes that's he doesn't care and
2: i and i and i think that um, bill belichick's in a position where at as late in the draft as they're they're picking, they need
3: to get the best quarterback available because, as we'll talk about later, they don't well, even have a. Keep uh, in mind, they don't have a second round pick either in right. New England. So, if they want to do something, they got to do it like there, and they got to find an asset if they want to move up from there. Um, that it will come from the future. Yes. So that's that. That's something that they have not done in in past years. They have been reluctant to trade away. Future first to get
2: into it. Dharmasis in the chat says, if you're not high on Jordan Love, you need to try more CBD.
3: <laughs> CBD.JoyLionsPodcast.com.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Jordan Love did miss his bowl game because he uh, had a little.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying the CBD? He, uh, <laughs> <maybe> he was.
3: <laughs> he, he, he needs to try the uh, the non-THC version. <laughs>
2: yes, yes. Um, he did outplay Shane Patterson, Shay Patterson at the Senior Bowl
3: that that's a true statement. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot argue that. So he, he wasn't so the he, worst player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think he was, yeah, Patterson was probably the worst. He was the worst quarterback there. Wasn't he one of,
2: yeah, he was, he had some troubles out there. Sometimes he was, he was sharp a couple of times, but for the yeah, most part, he
3: wasn't, he wasn't dreadful. I've seen, I've yeah. seen really, really bad ones. The year before
2: there. I, every quarterback. Oh my terrible. God. Yes. Oh,
3: that oh. was rough. <laughs>
2: And you couldn't evaluate. It was so bad you couldn't evaluate receivers well, because yeah, they, the so ball wasn't there half the
3: time. Yeah. To go back in the wayback machine, the the first or second senior bowl I went to, there was a kid named Nate Brown from Central Arkansas who was there, hmm. and he was so bad that like receivers were like like pretending to tie their shoes so they would get out of line so he wouldn't be their quarterback when you were throwing them reps. <laughs> Nobody was that bad this year. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, that happened to Todd Reising at the uh, from Kansas at the the first Shrine Game practices that I went to. <laughs> like, oh my God, this guy's a NFL quarterback. He's terrible. I don't know how he started in high school, let alone college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Patterson was of that By the way, Shane Patterson will get drafted this year. Uh, if somebody gives you a bet on that, take the bet that he's going to get drafted. Really, I, I I don't think it will be Detroit, but I do expect him to get drafted.
2: That's interesting. That's interesting. All right, um, all right. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit also about um.
3: Oh,
1: what what is it?
2: Jacob Eason is 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 the second from guy. Washington. I got him down around like sixtieth, sixty-ish. And there's some trades going on because I don't think Baltimore wants him, but um Jason yeah. Eason um from Washington, uh second round around sixty ish, I think. What do you think?
3: Yeah, uh, late second, very early third is, is the, the spot for Eason. He's an interesting guy. He's he's got he looks the part. He's he's good looking, got the nice Perfectly mustache, shoulder muscles, neck muscles. Uh, can throw the ball really, really well. No, you're saying he's a lot like me. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, he's uh, he's got. Some, there, there's some things to work with there. He's another guy that if you give him a clean pocket and a clear sight line to his receiver, he's going to drill it in there, and it's it's going to be beautiful. If he gets muddy, this is an issue with taller quarterbacks, and he is six, he's every bit of six six. Uh, he has a wide base, and when you have to step forward, if there's people around your feet, this is this is the Ryan Mallett issue. This was the Brock mm-hmm. Osweiler mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. If they can't fully step forward, they're screwed, and it really messes with his accuracy when he's got somebody around his feet or somebody coming up the middle. Yeah, and uh, that, that's going to be a, a killer for him. He also and that's big in to,
2: the NFL right now, right? Yes, I mean, it is. Let's, it let's face it. Is. We talk about how bad offensive lines are, but that we it's really conversely the athleticism of the defensive players that's so high. And those yeah. edge rushers getting in there, they're always under pressure and they have to right. be able to throw without perfect form.
3: Yeah, and and those, especially with with the bigger guys, in specific, if you can't stop the interior pass rush, mm-hmm. that guy's worthless. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why a guy like Danny Shelton is very valuable for Detroit. He doesn't get a lot of sacks, but he does consistently reset line of scrimmage backwards. Yep. that's uh, that's going to be a valuable skill for especially when they're playing a guy like Eason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for sure. Okay, number three, you come into a guy named Jalen Hurts. I got him around eighty-ish, wow. third round, kind of a pick. Now this is you really. Into I like gonna land at this part, right?
3: Yes, I like him. He's my number fifty-two overall player. I like what he offers. Mm-hmm. He does not have the strongest arm, but he did everything at Oklahoma that Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray did before him.
2: And do you think? I mean, my thinking is: if you're taking the quarterback in the third round, you're looking for um, a good five-year plan on a backup. Right, a friendly yes. contract for a career kind of backup player, and, uh, right. you've, and you've maybe
3: maybe locked. maybe you get the Kirk Cousins lottery ticket. He winds up becoming an above average starter. Right, that's right. that's the hope. Yep, you don't expect that, but you hope that. Yes, and Hertz, uh, I like him, man. I there's a lot to like with him. Uh, he he can make anticipatory throws. He can throw on the run a little bit. He doesn't have the greatest accuracy. His his arm strength and accuracy do diminish if he has to throw down the field more. Uh, but he can handle a muddied pocket. He can move a little bit. He's got incredible character. Yeah. He is small. And I think that that, w- that was one of my takeaways in, in, in meeting him at the Senior Bowl and watching him and, and just seeing him physically next to each other. Both he and Shea Patterson are really like small dudes, not just short, but they're like small frame. They're yeah. not muscular guys.
2: Yeah, I was really. That, that really yeah. hit me about Shea. Because he was such a running quarterback. That he was yeah. so small in, in frame, right? Because right, I feel like, yeah. boy, a guy like that—that that, he is just going to get destroyed in the NFL if he tries
3: to play yeah. the way he did. And, and Hur- Hurts has some of that to him too. He's not a physically thick guy. He's built—he's built like a point guard. He's not—he's not your your shooting guard or power forward. He's, Doesn't he's have point guard.
2: The, the girth that you would expect a player of that. Yes, yeah. exactly.
3: <laughs> All At right, least not that kind of curve.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, the phone lines are open if you want to give us a call. 248-782-8384. 248-782-8384. Give us a call. We'll take your call live. We'll talk to you. i uh, got a couple questions coming in the chat. We'll hit those as well. But, Riz, I know there was a
3: fourth guy. Yes. That you There's want a guy that about. I like. There's a guy that I like, and I would love for the Lions to take him on day three, and that's Anthony Morgan from Florida International. Dude, dude is – a very unrefined Brett Favre club. <laughs> mm, interesting. James I'm sorry, it's James Morgan. I, I know it. it James Morgan. Okay. He there is game tape of him making throws that Favre would be like, dude, yeah. Nice. Really? And there are there are game film throws of him missing wide open receivers, a la Josh Allen. And if you can ever find the balance between the two of them, you've got a really exciting guy. He can run, he can throw on the run. He's tough. He's a just balls out leader. And I, I, I I'm a sucker for guys like that. I, I love the fact that he wanted to compete. He's a really interesting character. And I, I, I project him to go in the, probably the fourth or fifth round. I would love to see if the lines are going to make an investment in a backup quarterback, a developmental guy. I would like him because he can make the throws that Stafford can make. And he does bring some mobility. He's mentally tough. Um, He took a ton of big hits in college and kept right back up. He's one of those guys like, oh, hit me harder. Come on. That's all you got.
2: (laughs) He's going to invest in CopperFit now.
3: (laughs) Yes, yes, (laughs) exactly. So he's a guy, um, uh, I I, I like him quite a bit. He is my, uh, where is he? He is number 106 overall for me. So he's right there with Love. Dollars and donuts, I'd take him over Love because I think that – I, I, yeah mm-hmm. no, enough about love
2: enough
3: about <laughs> you got no love uh, and to preach preemptively answer brian lorkey is not going to get drafted i know somebody's going to ask it really he's not getting drafted
2: Okay, yes. okay all right so those are the unsung quarterbacks in this draft we haven't talked about um don't see him really making a big difference <laughs> that the the no. bill belichick pick because i i don't then he just doesn't love his quarterback right now. I,
3: I just don't think he does, and it does. Jarrett Stidham was one of those guys that we saw in the '19 Senior Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
2: <laughs> I don't see Belichick as a tank the team type uh, to to get you know next year to grab, for, for Lawrence, right? I just don't see it oh, happening. He, the whole
3: tanking concept—that's you, you can't do it. Miami just tried. And they want to. They want to pick in fifth.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's really something.
3: So. They, they tried their hardest. I mean, their leading rusher was their quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick. They don't have they don't have an offensive lineman on that God. team who should play in the league. They don't have a starting cornerback. They traded their best defensive player to Pittsburgh. Yeah, they should have lost all their games and. They didn't have a roster that was anywhere close to as good as Detroit's. You know what? They won more games than Detroit did. That's so, true. forget the whole trying to tank thing. It's bunk.
2: Alright, we've we got a caller right now. Let's <laughs> let's hit this caller real quick. Hey, caller, how you doing? How much have you had to drink in your uh, quarantine?
0: Uh, well, do Slurpees count? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
2: Caffeine <laughs> works, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I'm really enjoying you guys' show first-time caller. So, uh, I just want to bring you bring some points up, because I you guys talk so optimistically that it scares me. <laughs> uh, I I have so much faith in just about everything Quinn is doing. He's not perfect, but he's had more hits than misses. Yeah. But it's just too much faith put into this coach of ours. His unwillingness to make changes and do it my way of a highway system that's ran us to the ground, ran players away. So let's say we get the perfect player, we get we we're top three. We don't change out. We're stuck with this player. He's a generational talent, Simmons or whoever. How are you guys? Com- are you guys confident enough that Patricia can get the scheme around this player, or if, if this or if it's a let's say we get Chase Young, but we know he doesn't fit this type of scheme, but we pick him because he's the best player available. If he doesn't fit, it's it going to be one of those. I'm going to force you to do it my way. now that everything still looks bad. I, you understand why I'm going with this? I do.
2: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, I'll say, okay. Um, one of the things that, that really kind of lit me up on this was when we were talking to Wayne fonts and Wayne, um, he was known as a player's coach, like Caldwell was, right? He was a yeah, player's yeah. coach, and and one of the things at the time when he was gone, they brought in Bobby Ross, who couldn't. They they ground him out quick, right? to ate him in what was it, a three quarters of a season? He, he was he went to the uh, to I Bellevue. I want
3: out. Yeah, he went to <laughs> Bellevue
2: for a while. <laughs> I mean, we broke the man, um, but but the thing is, is. Wayne Fonts, one of the biggest player coaches we've ever had, and I'd say even more so than Caldwell, said when you got a guy that doesn't fit and isn't working in the locker room, you got to get rid of him
4: i.e. Uh,
0: Barry Sanders,
2: yes. Yep. Yep. Barry worked. Barry was great. Uh, Barry was great.
3: But he had but he, players and he wouldn't wouldn't.
2: He wouldn't, fit, he wouldn't, yes, he wouldn't exactly. name them. He wouldn't name he, the guys. He wouldn't
3: name them. We we talked off the air and we figured out who one of them was pretty quickly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but he, you know, a guy, the players loved him. They, they went. He didn't have social media then, so it was a little bit different how the world worked, right? It's, a lot of that stuff happened more quietly. But. I, if Wayne Fonts, the guy who's the softest, cuddliest Lions coach ever, right, um, and in such a, f- uh, a favor of the players, is is of that mindset, then I got to go with my coach. The other thing is, we've been talking about the culture in Detroit being bad for about forty eight years, <laughs> and mm-hmm. we finally got someone here who's gonna who's gonna change it. I'm willing to give him the run to go for this, to really clean this out and have at it and then see what happens. If it doesn't work, we still have had that cultural change and that's actually growth and it's a that's something significant for this team. I think I think that's that's important cuz guys that tolerate losing or that are used to it or it's just who we are and there's no coming back that's got to go, right? So that's what I think is is some of the actually positives that he brings. I think we we see how it plays out with coach Patricia I think he has a lot of potential. Uh, nah, I think Bill Belichick please. was terrible early, <laughs> but I think if they Cleveland would have please stuck with him, 30, they'd have liked him. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Give me thirty seconds just to review some of some of, some of that. Okay, sure. I so sure. understand where you're going. Uh, so from Wayne Fox era, we went into uh, that losing schematics of Bobby Ross and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's where the, cult, the the losing culture just took it to to its peak. Mm-hmm. Then we brought in a player named um, Schwartz. Yep. if I'm not mistaken, yep. Jim who revitalized and said, okay, so he gave us an identity until he went crazy happy on Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Then, so we actually had an identity. We actually was on the cusp of winning. Mm-hmm. Then from there, we said, well, we don't want crazy anymore, but we do have a defensive identity. We brought in Cardwell, who kind of was the p- player's coach, who actually maintained and stabilized things. He brought in another type of culture, which still maintained the winning. He started to win more than Schwartz and kept us at the playoff berth. So we said, for some reason, seven and 9 wasn't good enough going all the way back to Schwartz who brought us up to that. So we still had a a semi-winning culture. Now we had a shock change, a total, total shock change in bringing in. We said, we're not going to do this player's mentality because back in sports day, we kind of went through the whole, all these players are drugs and we're only bringing in guys with character issues or we're not bringing a guys for character sure. issues. So now mm-hmm. Patricia is, is here. I don't hear anything, to, not too much talk about character play, but the winning culture that we kind of was used to, Oh, well, hey, at least we're close to the playoff. We just want to get over the hump. We just totally tanked because he doesn't want to. It's not. One, it's one thing not to be a player's coach, but it's another thing to try to fit everybody into what you're trying to do and totally dismantle two generations of winning. Now, even average winning.
2: Yep, yeah, okay. So now, now I'm going to review a little bit here, too. Um, the Lions, okay. just just to talk about the, the character issues, right now, uh, even for the first time from even when Caldwell was coach, they lead or are close to leading the league in the fewest suspensions, arrests, and other off-field issues, as well as being one of the most charitable organizations out there. Does that win football games? No, but that's important to the organization, right? So um, unfortunately, or, or unfortunately, as a um, – as a fan, that's one piece of how the organization has to run. And if you're, gonna, if you're going to blame management for it, that's, I think, the one angle you have to grab and say we've, that's where management's problem is, is they want too much character. And that's actually – it's kind of hard to stand up and say that, especially in, in today's times. But okay, fine. Um, the other part is, is Jim Caldwell, after he was gone, coached for a year, and then he was gone sick. So all the idea that if we kept Caldwell, he still wouldn't be coaching. He would not be coaching the team because he had uh, health issues that prevented him from being able to coach. So it's actually – it's like we didn't wait for that older cornerback to, to to lose a step. We traded him a year before he lost a step, got something out of him, and we got what was arguably the best GM prospect in the league at the time, right, who then used – And I did and, and took in a, him. Yeah. A, yeah, yeah, and took a coach who – for all intents and purposes, had all the makeup of a high-quality coach. You're not going to be able to go and and hire away um, uh, Andy Reid, right? It, it just doesn't happen. It's just like you don't go hire good GMs. You don't steal them away from other teams. you got to kind of find those guys, right? So I think we've done everything right. I just think we also have to go through the experience now of when you do it right. Sometimes you get a guy that doesn't work. We have to get to find out if he doesn't work. Last year is, is a terrible year to to base any of this on because of all the injuries to the team. Once we Everyone says, and they'll still say it today, if Stafford goes down, this team is done. right? So we were all yeah. right. We were all right. The team was done when Stafford went down last year. It's really, really hard to to take the data that we got last year and say hey yeah this is this is what we need to evaluate the coach on so i'll stop i know riz has been biting his or i've been talking over him either way no. <laughs> let me at least riz a little bit
3: I, I would just say to to go back to the point of why should we have confidence that, that patricia can get the kind of players and do with them what we want them to do and and turn it into a winning unit you're still you're still doing that on faith because he hasn't shown you that yet I think it was better last year than it was the first year. I think when when we go back after the entire thing is done, Matt Patricia is going to look back at his first year in Detroit and be like, what the hell did I do? Because he, he did so many things wrong, and it alienated so many people. You, you, not to get into the the Quandary Diggs thing and, and Glover Quinn. And mm. If you can't get along with Glover Quinn, if you don't want Glover Quinn on your football team because he's a, he's a bad influence and in going counter to what you're trying to do, you're a rotten coach. That, that guy's a saint. I, GQ is, is one of the guys that you want to be on your team. Yep. The Patricia didn't understand that right away is unfortunately still bleeding onto the team today. I've seen it personally firsthand. I've been in Allen Park. I've seen them practice during the regular season. I saw them in training camp. I saw them in Mobile. He's a different dude now. He absolutely is. And the, the players and his own coaches treat him differently as such. But erasing that stain is going to be really, really hard for him to do. And, and I'll tell you one. It, when- it, it, it'll come from this year. I'll tell you the guy to watch. Watch Jamie Collins. Because Jamie Collins and him did not get along in New England. And Jamie Collins went on to Cleveland and was really good until he got in a losing situation. And when, when he saw that that situation was over, he flat out quit on that Browns team. He, he stopped playing. If that happens, so is what is what's your benchmark for for him this season? That's I what I, kind of I do think successful I, season for Patricia for you. For 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 me, they got to double their win total, at least. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay, so six
3: you get six games. Okay. Yeah, and and based on the talent oh, that they've I'm, got now going into the draft, I'd be impressed if they got the six wins. Quite honestly.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to a new coaching search, search, unless he can impose his
3: will, and it works. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I, ne- I the next the next like coaching him. search, yeah. yeah, the next coaching search will also be a new GM search, yeah. and pray that they're not one of the same guy. I I, like
2: that. That's
0: the that's the hard part. I like Quinn. He does everything just pretty much fundamentally right. He keeps things, uh, the payroll things. Just, he's getting the coaches, oh. the players, the coaches need to say they want. They're, the coaches just aren't. Uh, Patricia just isn't making it work.
2: Yeah, and we will see. We will see oh. this year. This year's going to be. And here's the problem. Okay, and this is the hardest part now with the whole COVID thing and the effect on on games this year. Um, we it, it could it could have this. You know, you can say, okay, well, Matthew Stafford was down. It had an obviously detrimental uh, detrimental effect on the team. The, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not saying this is going to happen. Okay, so so please don't demonetize me, YouTube. Uh, but the Spanish flu back in uh, 1918. It it was it's it originated in Kansas. American troops took it overseas, spread it to everybody, boom, 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 they come back, you know, people got sick and whatever. And it was a bad flu, but it was it was done. That was so summer comes, it goes away like flus do. The thing was was the second wave in the fall, it had mutated and become much, much deadlier and much, much worse. We don't know what's gonna happen actually this fall. We don't know if this has that same kind of thing, if it'll mutate. Nice stuff, Riz. You don't know what the end result's going to be there. This could be another type of lost season, which would be mm-hmm. hell for Lions fans. And I'm going to tell you, yeah. on the other side, it would be hell for Matt Patricia as well because he hasn't had the chance to prove himself. You know, and 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 you're you're looking at what are you looking at? You're looking at aging your your uh, your franchise quarterback. You're looking at all kinds. of 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 horrible things happening to teams players the yep. draft next week next next uh next year is going to be a mess if there's no college ball how do you even assess what do you got 18 month old tape on guys you know and they haven't played what are you even looking at what what happens to right. the league at that point um there's so many variables right now i think what you're going to see is a whole boatload of teams just stand pat after this year and stick with what they got Keep evaluating it. Kind of call it a little bit of a lost year. Compete at their very, very best, and go hard on evaluations and numbers, and then start making decisions when things start getting leveled out again. Because, like, even even if you you, you fire him, you have to move somebody, and there is a whole thing about relocating somebody, right? It, trying to do that now mm-hmm. in the middle of this, it'd be insane. It would be absolutely insane to try to move somebody's house, right? And and you would want them to move if you were if they were going to start for your team. So I'm just I'm just telling you right now it's it's so up in the air. This is this is the team's guy, and I'm <laughs> I've been around the Lions long enough. You know, I, I remember when we drafted Billy Sims and we were going to win the Super Bowl. And uh, what was it, Spider-Man Jones doing? Another one yeah, bite, yeah. bites of dust, right? I, I've I've been getting not beat up. Got hurt, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been yeah. getting beat up by this team for a long time, and it's not that I don't want to win, but I'm I'm patient enough to see things play out the right way because I've seen us take things that looked pretty nice and lose out early. And, uh, I just, I just want us to give this a good, fresh chance. This is, this is the best chance I think we've had even above Caldwell. This is the best chance we've had in a long time to get to that next level team. If it doesn't work, you know, I'm,
3: I'm fine being wrong, but I just, they I, are, I would they're committed to them. trying to make it work as best as they can. Yeah. Um, uh, but this off is going to be tough because there's not going to be OTAs just being real. There's not going to be training camp or, or it's going to look a lot different yeah. than what we're used to. Yeah. And that's uh, and and we lost our we well, lost our clog in the middle, so yeah. we're, we're gonna see. We'll
2: see. Thanks, yeah. you guys. All right, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot Take for care. calling, and thanks a lot. Appreciate yeah. it. All right. All right, we'll see you. God, I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk a really quick. Amazon and Fanatics. Those are two great places you can shop. on I, I, you guys, here's 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 the secret. If you if you can't find toilet paper, Amazon has it. You just got to check there every now and then. I've I've, I've I just got I, Ninety six rolls coming <laughs> on Thursday. You just find it's it there, brief. and boom, it shows up. Yeah. Well, you don't know if you're going to show it up when it's going to show up. It's just like a the the kind you get at at, uh, at Costco, right? You just buy it, and then you got oh. it, right? Um, but. There you go. It's, it's and not just that, just anything you're looking for. You can use your Amazon, which is Amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com. Yes, Amazon is on the internet now. Yes, so where, where,
3: where did I, what did I get today? I got a new, uh, I just got a new phone. I got a new uh, phone case for it today oh, nice. from Amazon. Detroit nice.
2: came today. Nice. Amazon.detroitlionspodcast.com. Also, fanatics for all your Lions gear. Michigan gear, hockey gear, whatever you're into, you want to get, go to fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com. Both of those are partners with us. And if you use those uh, addresses to get there, instead of just the standard address, they give us a little kickback. It helps us. And you can help us by doing something you were going to do anyway. Again, Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com for all your sports wearables and collectibles needs. And Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com for all your other purchasing needs other than CBD. All right. Uh, okay, moving on. Um, why it sucks to be Bob Quinn. <laughs> I should have done why it sucks to be Matt Patricia, but I think we covered that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You
3: know, it, you know, we, we really do want it to work for Coach. We do. Yeah. No, absolutely. But, uh, I, he was such a I, great guy at Senior Bowl. He he really was. He was. We enjoyed the time with him. Just just watch him hang out with the Hooters girls. Honestly, that's not a situation that you would normally expect. Like him, right? He, he was totally in his element. It was cool. Yeah, he, it was. not really creepy. Cool. Him.
2: Like it wasn't like he no. was like doing shots. Off no. Area,
3: right, right, yeah. Right. No. I I wanted to. I didn't, didn't get a chance. Unfortunately. <laughs> but like everybody who was like on Radio Row coming by, he was like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know. Mm-hmm. People seem to like him. That wasn't the case when he got here, and I just wish that that first year could go away because he did it so wrong.
2: Two reasons for me: you're right, everything he did wrong, and the start that he got to the year with the um, that story that broke about. Again, now we're what three years since then since that story oh, broke, and I, forgot,
3: it, I was I was to God I'd forgotten about that. It hadn't,
2: yeah. hasn't moved anything forward at all. There was no new information. It didn't advance the story and nothing's happened. Nothing else came of it. It was a hit piece period. It was. And that is crap. Journalism that sabotaged him from the before he, from the day he stepped in the building effectively. And that, I still am angry about that and, and really, really despise that kind of journalism. And I'm glad lion's wire doesn't embark on that kind of bullshit. We that do not was trash
3: journalism. That was a, a character assassination. And uh, 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 so I'll, I'll tell you a little bit behind the scenes. Uh, Eric and I went to our boss and our boss's boss and said, we don't want to cover this in any way. And uh, we were told that we had to dance around it, but just like write straight facts. And that was it. But uh, that's, that's not something that, that Eric Schlitter and I are comfortable doing. We don't like that. That's not what we're here for.
2: No, that wasn't and, uh, fair to anybody there, involved.
3: There, there are some that are, um, I had a really good conversation with another lion's beat writer. I won't say which one it was, but he's like, The person who did do that probably should have been fired and should not have credentials to the Lions. And the fact that the Lions didn't do that is a source of frustration for some people.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: no, absolutely.
2: So anyway, I didn't want want to get off on that, but that one. No,
3: that's, uh, yeah.
2: Why does it suck to be Bob Quinn? Because in this draft, there is nothing that you can do.
3: Right. Oh, come on. You know, no, No. No. If, if he gets Chase Young, people are going to throw a parade in front of the RV in front of his house. No. He
2: should have traded down and gotten more picks because Chase Young will not turn down this will not turn this team around. We need more players and Chase Young's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but we need more players that can start to fill all the gaps on this team. I'm just I'm, I'm channeling right. I'm I'm, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm I'm so you you don't get Chase Young. You trade down. Oh my God, he's a dude.
3: You he's traded a away a generational talent. What is wrong with you? He's he's at the biggest position of need. He's the best prospect there in a long time, and you don't take him.
2: Wait, you traded to to number. Four. Five and wound up with Jeffrey Okuda and you didn't take Isaiah
3: Simmons? What in the world?
2: Right? There is not... Oh, the a Isaiah, the
3: Isaiah Simmons truthers, they're, they're, they're going to have a rough week. <laughs>
2: yeah, and, and I'm going to tell you, they're going to be the, the your version, the world's version of you, Kellen Moore truthers to you. They're, this is going to oh be... Oh, my God, no. Oh, <laughs> this no. This is going to be a difficult, difficult time. There's a bunch of people that are... I get it, Simmons is, is really interesting and amazing, but anyway... Um, oh, there's man. nothing he can do right. By the time you can really evaluate his pick, it, he'll have already been excoriated, right? He'll have already been beaten up through Ooh, good work whenever we see him. Oh, thank you very much. Um, it's, it's a situation where there's no consensus on who the Lions should pick. Even the idea of trading back, everyone's just like, just trade back and get more picks. It doesn't work no. that way. Somebody's got to no. want to trade. Everybody wants to trade back. Like if the whole first round could trade back, they would do that and, and take other picks to do it. Um, it's just not, it's just not, it's, it's, it's not that easy. So,
3: so let me ask you this. What do you think would be the, the move that he could make that would get the least negative resistance from the professionally negative Detroit fan base? Chase Young. Okay.
2: And, and, and it's not going to happen. No, no. I don't He's going to be gone. gone. I think Chase Young will be gone. There's the, I think the chances of Chase Young being there are, I, I would call it 20%. And that's, I think it might be a little high, but I'd say right. it's around 20% because Washington's going to want a whole heck of a lot to trade out of there. And I don't think anyone wants Tua enough to or, – nope. or Herbert enough right. to trade the treasure that it's going to take to get there. Now, right. he's gone. Do the Lions trade back? Does, does anybody make an offer? Even then, you don't know that anyone's going to make an offer at that point. Uh, if you're the Dolphins, I, you think
3: – Their phone will ring. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be anything that's wildly appealing. I don't think, from from when we talked to Quinn on Friday in the conference call, mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to go back any farther than he can still get either Okuda or Derek Brown, and right. that's probably seven at the very bottom. Yep, because I do think five is going to be Justin Herbert, six will be Simmons or maybe maybe Tua. Uh, maybe Okuda, and then seven is going to be Brown or Okuda, one or the other, whichever one is there. I I think that's Carolina's pick. Yeah, You go to eight, you're you're too far back to control your own destiny on who you get. And uh, if their draft board looks like most of us think it does, where they have three players at the top, they have Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, Derek Brown. They're all in the same line. If they can't get any of those guys, the the trade back ain't going to happen.
2: Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I think... Um, I think he doesn't go further than five. I just think he doesn't want to go further than five. And it, is Miami going to have enough treasure to trade up? The thing is, is you need a GM to get excited enough about that quarterback, and that's what you're relying on in order to trade back. Is the other GM to be a little bit crazy? And you know, you look at this week of 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 <laughs> of, of crazy talk, smoke screens. Uh, rumors,
3: lies. I mean, the, I mean Gronk <laughs> came out of retirement today and got traded, so anything <laughs> can happen, but good Lord, that's yeah. – oh, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Like So there's a lot of talk about Atlanta wanting to move up from 16. And I happen to think that the other team that I covered, the Cleveland Browns, are a very lo- logical candidate at number 10. Right. Because Atlanta is coming up to either get CJ Henderson or a wide receiver, and they got to get in front of the Jets and the Raiders, who are going to take either CJ Henderson or a wide receiver at 11 and 12. Sure. For Atlanta to get from 16 to three, how does that happen? No. They're not giving up a first, a second, a third this year, and a first and a second next year, and that's effectively what it would take.
2: Yep. Yep.
3: They're not going to do that. (laughs) I don't see
2: it. All right, we got a caller. Caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Oh man, come on! You know who this is. Oh my God, he, he's, hey, he's hi, absolutely tanked, Riz. B, get your head on. <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
4: yeah, tank us on time, baby. Here we go.
2: <laughs> How you doing, Brandon? Good to hear from you,
4: man. Chris, I gotta compliment you on your beard. You look very good with it, man. Got that nice frosty grayish look, like you're really, you know, a uh, uh, seasoned veteran. Oh, I have uh, been seasoned. Could probably be strolling. You could be strolling up and down the sidelines, you know, with a a clipboard, you know, yelling at D-line guys. Uh, I think that's exactly what it is.
3: Call the Lions and tell them that you're
4: so (laughs) you're you're so you're so opposite Jeff and that baby face. It doesn't even look like he's out of fifth grade yet. You know.
2: (laughs) It's, that is true this thing does age me case was saying he likes the beard i'm like i don't know man i feel like it makes me like look really really old right and he's like yeah eh, no older than normal I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 all right other than insults um, what do you got for us buddy
4: <laughs> well listen you guys was talking a little bit about that history the old trish and i first came on with that hippie so to speak mm-hmm. you know nobody remembers Because I do, because I was watching it. Dave Briquette interviewed Stephen Ross down there in Miami, looking for a quote about anything, and he was asking him about about the case. Yeah. And Stephen Ross blurted out, he said, "Well, from what I understand, we've talked to the woman, and she said there was nothing to it. Never heard, never heard about that. Nothing, nowhere. And that that is in print, I think, because I know it was tweeted." I don't know, you know, some years back, you'd have to really look for it. But, uh, you know, and it's just funny that that just never gets talked about at all. So it's probably why it's never been talked about since. Um uh, but it, it, it certainly wasn't highlighted enough, but, uh, that, that's, that's not, here's an, and, you know, that didn't really want to bring up. You just happen to touch on it. And I just want to bring that up. Oh, that's uh, what the beard's all listen, about. I'll touch yeah. all kinds of bad things, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, I'm wondering, uh, and I'm asking questions where you probably didn't see it or you just didn't get to it or it just really was moot. But uh, I had a good question with Eric dealing with this, this draft value chart, and I didn't even realize that that thing has just gotten to be really outdated. I mean, mm-hmm. now, from what I yeah. understand, with the new CBA that has come in with the rookie wage scale, it has completely changed. The value of all those picks, because look at all the trades that now are going on in the top ten, even at number one, if they really want to, it's because the real matter is how much are they worth? Because you're paying them so much uh, before when you're handing out fifty million contract dollar contracts to, uh, you know, uh, oh, geez, uh, now nah, I had an old, I, old fart right here, uh, not not Stafford, but the next guy after him, Bradford, uh, that sense of uh, return. Yeah, Bradford, handing him uh, nobody's going to touch that kind of contract, so it made it work so out- outrageous. Mm-hmm. But now, I, so Eric found a draft value chart that is at the top, 1,000 points, and then it goes down in increments of even a 10th. And I thought to myself, well, man, according to this draft value chart, all the best the Lions could get was maybe pick 70 out of Miami, and it's still uh, valued more than it's worth. So I thought if they could even get that, that would be a plus in their repertoire when they get into the second day and they would have at least four picks if they just get one out of them, even if it's third round, you know, uh, and still give them ammunition. But isn't that about what you think? Dealing with that now, that how GM's kind of looking at that, it's more of the, it's obviously the price of the contract they got to pay out, uh, even though the Jets seem to go by the old Value chart when they went up and got Donald. Uh, what do you think?
3: Yeah, it it it's it's more of like like a guideline than a than a hard fast rule, and it, it depends on how motivated the team is to come up. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, the the, yeah. the Jets were very motivated to get up, so they gave up probably a little bit more than than what they needed to. If if you're looking at the trade value chart, there's four of them out there. Uh, we have one at Lion's Wire, um, which is on all the wire sites, which is based off of the Jimmy Johnson chart, but it's been updated. There's another one that does um, – it starts at 250 and goes down. Um, and, like, number – like, one is 250, two is, like, 242.5 or something like that that goes down like that. Yeah. yeah let me... on, on almost every chart, Miami would give up five and at most a second rounder to get up to three. In, in chart value, right, right. it doesn't mean that that's what they're going to do in, in, in hypothetical no. situation. And but I think that's this is a
2: key a key point, right? And let me let me make an analogy here. You're buying a car. You know the Kelley Blue Book value, right? You're right. buying this used car. You know this this this. The Blue Book says this car. This is the chart tells you it's it's worth this much. But how desperate are are you for that kind of car? right? How in In your your area, what's the market for that car? And then in the other side, what are they willing, you know, how, what's their riches? Are they willing to take less because they have so much more? And then you have the whole idea of one shyster out, you know, out negotiating someone else. So it gives you a baseline. And then when you throw like actual, uh, trade player, play players in there, right? It messes, it messes up a little bit because like for position to position on the draft by based on contract value, that's one thing, but then there's talent value. Um, the, the, The idea that let me just go to the question that came up in the in the uh, chat that goes with this. Does Miami even need to trade? No, they don't. Really? They don't. They really, really (laughs) don't. But they may think they do. And that's the thing. Yeah, that's what happens to people. Right. Are, in these do they want
3: to? Do they want to make sure that Jacksonville doesn't pair nine and twenty and move off?
2: Exactly. Are that they is, afraid of the Chargers moving up? Right. right? Moving up and getting the guy and, that and, they want. You can say Herbert and Tua are the right. same. And most people will have one or the other. They they prefer, but maybe they absolutely prefer one over the other because they saw something they absolutely don't like, and they can't risk getting the guy they don't like. Right. It's in their head, right? So they do they need yeah. to trade? Yeah. Probably not. Could they? Oh, absolutely! They, they absolutely could. It depends how shrewd they are in this whole game, and that's what makes it so fun and interesting. I
4: Personal sales. What, if you, you don't ask, you don't who, get. That's right. Yeah, I, I tell you what. it also, you, you think uh, I don't know how much uh, how good a relate how much of a relationship Bob Quinn had with the coach of the Dolphins now, but they come from the same thinking, and they may actually make a better deal between the two of them than he could with whoever is in, with Tuesco over there with the Chargers because he doesn't know them and, and as well as others. But yeah. uh, uh, when it really boils down to is, are the guys willing to stand pat and take the chance and risk that they lose out as opposed to, look, we've got the capital, let's just get it done. Cause that, remember, that's what Dan Orlowski was saying. you got the capital, let's just do it. You know, don't don't be messing right. around thinking that, that uh, and be cheap, because then if you screw this up, yep. oh man, you know that that be that be some fierce. You draft uh, Sam, I, Bradford, you know what, you like, Sam Bradford. You have
2: Sam Bradford for four years. Huh! <laughs> that's where you are, yeah. right? That's what you've done, and that's where you are. Period. You have to yeah. do this right, especially at the top. If you're trading, you better get the guy you want because it's probably. The last time you're going to have a shot at getting a yeah, quarterback. If you,
3: if you, it, like, and that, that's true with the Lions, too. They're picking number three this year. If they're picking three next year, it ain't going to be Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia making those picks. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really a
4: given. I mean, you think about it, everybody's, you know, I know there's a whole lot of cynics out there that, yeah, well, that would, these guys are going to be gone. Well, they won't be gone if they have a good season. The other that's problem right. is what if they have a short season? And they actually have a an above five hundred record and get in the playoffs because they changed the playoff system. You, I, I don't know if you guys remember this back in eighty two when they had the uh, shortened season because of the strike. It was just a nine game season, and they had teams. I think it was a an 18 – Let me think. No, maybe it was a team teams. that got in at three, it, five, and one. Half, half the league. Yeah, yeah, it was half the half the league. And the Lions got in the playoffs with a 4-5 and five record. Uh, yep. They unfortunately lost the first round, but, hey, they they got there. And that's what they would say. They got in the playoffs. You know, so, yep. you know, it's, it, this thing has really changed a lot of things. Did you see, ha- having to see the little tweet that was from a, a gal, and I can't remember her name, that lined out what she had heard just today and everybody was commenting on it? Uh, I don't know if you guys heard it. I don't know if you no, heard that no, or not. Do you? No, I
2: know. No.
4: Okay, it, it was that uh, the Lions got the fifth, got the fifth pick, and they they took some. They took an offensive tackle at number three, and the Chargers wound up taking Tua, and Herbert wound up, or was it Herbert? Anyway, it, it looked like Herbert wound up being their on the eighteenth pick. Oh, oh my goodness.
3: <laughs> so, just in general, uh, I, I stopped paying attention to anything that involved player movement or interest last Thursday. I, yeah. I take the last week off. I don't pay attention to a single thing that I've heard this week. It's all yeah. noise. I, it's been that way for as long as I've been
4: covering it. Is not covered it, but following yeah. it for years is yeah, same thing. The most, I I mean, the I most remember accurate. Remember coming out?
3: Yeah, yep. I remember
4: when Stafford was coming out, there was all kinds of talks like, well, we don't know if we're going to get him. You know, he's a junior. We don't think he can really handle it being in the league, let alone start and blah, blah, blah. And then you turn around, and the day before the draft, they made a deal with him already had him signed and sealed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the, most, the most accurate no. final mock draft I ever did was the one that I did a year when I wrote it two weeks ahead of time and didn't touch it. Yeah.
2: There I'm getting you destroyed go. in the chat, there you guys. Go. They're telling me I went gray. It's my face that went gray. My head's okay. My face. I got to shave this. Damn it.
4: Are you Are you <laughs> sure you aren't Ash Thompson? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one's got pipes like him. He's got the voice. Yeah, he yeah. does. I did, I
4: did. I did want to let. I did want to let you know. That, listen, I've got to hand it. And 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 I, I uh, all the love and all the respect for the health care workers and everything they do. And especially the guys who have to wear them stinking blue gloves, because I did. Because, man, when you got to go to the bathroom, holy mackerel, that is rough. <laughs> man, you don't know what I'm talking about. You try it. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Take later, care of Brandon. yourself. Have a good one,
2: man. All right. Brandon online. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, my favorite mailman.
2: I was, I'm was. i just getting destroyed <laughs> in the chat. i got to shave this thing. Huh. Everything will be I'm pr- I'm yeah.
3: Probably a good thing that my, my screen went blank and I can't see the chat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right um don't forget our live draft party we wanted to punch that really uh, really quick one more time uh um, yes. we will be doing a live i'm looking
3: forward to doing party. it this year i because i've always been out yeah this, you, this will be the i so normally we have a draft party with 96 one here at grand rapids uh I, i'm missing out on that we've had it every i've been at it every year since 2015 2014 was the last and only year since 2009 that I've been home for the first round of the draft. And I'm, it'll be fun. It'll be all right. But it, it, it's a busy work night for me, uh, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i going to enjoy I'm going to try to pop my head in as, as much as I can, uh, especially after the Browns get done with their thing. At, at. They're trading out of 10. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know where they're going, but I, they're not picking at 10. So... Uh, that, little bit of tension in my night there i don't think that the lions are making a trade but it'll it'll be fun i i I love seeing the reaction that's actually one of the things that i'm looking forward to with you guys is normally i'm like out in public and there's you know 50 to 250 people there and i know right away the pulse and right right. and i am gonna miss that juice man and i'm gonna miss you know
2: don't worry We, we we have plenty of people that'll call that call in and react and uh to uh, do a lot of different stuff. <laughs> you know, last
3: last year we were at Fulling Warehouse in Grand Rapids and it, it, you're throwing footballs at bowling pins. There was a lot of angry throwing after the Johnson oh,
2: pick. Oh wow! Yeah, so we're doing. Go to Detroit Lions podcast, or you can see it here on uh, the YouTube Detroit or on our YouTube channel YouTube slash uh, Detroit Lions Podcast. Uh, we'll start right around the the start of the draft uh, broadcast uh, on both Thursday and Friday. If you want to join us Thursday, let me know, Riss. We got we got you pencil for Friday. Um, yep. case and i on thursday it looks i know you like the later
3: rounds i know that's where you really thrive saturday's my favorite day of the year yeah yeah every every year i i tell my family that i'm like don't bug me on saturday yeah. it's my day <laughs>
2: yeah. so it'll be case and i on thursday we've got uh sandman myself and likely riz on friday yeah and uh, yes. for, we'll cover the first three rounds of the draft through those and uh we'll talk lions we'll have some special guests like we usually do we may just pick up the roll through the road roll the rolodex and call a couple of people see what they say uh i got some so i've got some numbers we haven't had a couple of people we haven't talked to yet that i might just just Fire off and burn because <laughs> they're not responding to text so we'll see we'll see what happens we'll, we'll go with it and have we need to get that that's bullshit guy oh I need yeah him. He's, there. I need him. he's there he's there he's always Love there. That guy. <laughs> he's always there so join us this thursday for the live draft party join us we'll do your take your calls we'll have the guests we'll walk through the whole thing give you our breakdown on the draft it's a great way to have fun we've been doing it now this is, this is like the fourth year we've been doing it it's about time the nfl caught up
3: don't you think <laughs> <laughs> they should call you for a consultancy fee
2: i'm in the lions i'm telling you you guys need some tech
3: help uh all right so we'll keep going you can here. live in a you could totally live in a winnebago outside bob quinn's house i could
2: i i i could i that would be outside bob quinn's house that adds a different dimension i'm not even gonna go there i'm a nice guy um uh we've got some fun stuff also i mean you can you can test it out now if you want if you become a patreon while we're broadcasting or do a donation on the site to the um oh uh, what's it called to the uh to the uh paypal that's it well and uh also if you do super chat which is that little dollar sign at the bottom of the chat box if you hit that and donate something really? there's little pop-ups oh, that happen that's
3: pretty, what that is yeah
2: yeah yeah it's ah. pretty cool it's a great way to support the show right like we talk about but it's a uh, it's uh we've got little things that interacts on the show <laughs> you sometimes send messages you can have different things show up so that's pretty cool and um, we'll do it, Tony. I can't guarantee I would if I hacked the system that we would get a good pick. So I don't think I'm going to try to hack the Lions system this year. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about news breaking today. It's local for me. Um, yeah, oh. yeah. We, we hit it at it a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. Mister Gronkowski, you may you may you may know the name. Um, Passes physical. He's done. Like the, it all broke in just like bam, 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 bam. Really fast news. Um, Gronkowski's playing for the Bucks
3: with Tom. Yes, Brady. he is. Yes, yes, he is. Tampa just got Dude. to be a
2: pretty hip place to hang out. I mean, Tom's in the local parks, getting almost arrested for working out. I mean, I all he's, that. Like, he's living in Derek Jeter's house, who used to give women uh, gift baskets on the way out after they oh spent the night God. with him. I mean, he's he's is, in the area. I mean, that is kind
3: of like funny. the most epic true story. Yep, that's, yep, yep. That's yep. insane. Yep. So, so the, you the, the, the trade—it's not even a gated
2: community. If you guys come down, I'll take you by Tom Brady's house. You can stand in the front yard if you, if you don't get caught by security, but there's nothing. You can just walk right up to on the sidewalk in front of the house and stand in front oh. of the house. It's
3: crazy. It's crazy. That's cool. So the trade I got it in front of me here, the Buccaneers receive Rob Gronkowski and a seventh round pick this year for a fourth round pick this year. The Patriots get a fourth rounder in return for Gronk, who comes out of retirement, comes out of WWE where he apparently holds some mythical belt and, uh, it's apparently healthy enough to play. So, really, he rejoins rejoins Tom Brady.
2: Is it the WWE twenty four seven. That's what's sticking out in my
3: head. I, I I couldn't tell you. I haven't watched wrestling since the Iron Sheik was doing things and George Animal Steel was eating turnbuckles. That's that's the extent of my mm, turnbuckles. So so a, a quick quick aside on that. So I used to I used to work at a high end hotel in Cleveland, and when the wrestling tour came to Cleveland, those guys all stayed. And I, I knew who all these guys were, so George this guy needs the a iron. And I'm gonna find and, him and so, just give him a big um f- the big Russian dude. Um I don't remember his name. But anyways, they walk up to the desk and they're all like speaking perfect English, like like, yeah, we have a reservation. They gave their real names. Like they just totally took all the mystique away from it for me. Like George Daniel's <laughs> still sitting out in the lobby and he's got like a derby on, smoking a cigar. He's like like eyeballing the women walking by like reading reading new york times or something like no it's ruined the illusion is dead oh so
2: john while you were talking john murphy came through that's one thing i've got to i've got to work on you got you can't hear it when it comes through um he became a patreon level donor and you could hear dean blandino doing his um the, the, the bleeped out one <laughs> yes, <laughs> comes up, says his name. Thank you, John, very much. That was really cool. Uh, appreciate the. Patreon. That's great. He also uh, oh, made me aware, made it me, made me aware that where you call that the Sam Martin Patreon level because it's the number six dollar, six dollar donation. Oh. And I probably ought to rename that.
3: <laughs> Who else was number six for the Lions? That's. I don't even know.
2: I don't even know. I don't know.
3: We'll have to to go back in the way I can shoot for that. So anyway, so so what came out of this, though, was that, that Adam Schefter broke out the details of the Gronk trade to Detroit. And you might remember this. This was from the 2018 draft. Yep. And the Lions and the Patriots agreed to the trade. It was done. But Gronk said, I'm not playing without Tom Brady. I will quit football before I leave the Patriots. And it was not directed at Detroit. It was totally, I'm a patriot, or I'm I'm with Brady, or I'm not playing. It didn't matter if it was Detroit. Could have been Kansas City. Could have been anywhere.
2: Uh, so, obviously, right? I mean, he right. he came to freaking Tampa, right? Yes, <laughs> entertainment hub of the United that's, States. It's going
3: to be nurse. Well, hey, it's a nice place. I I'd, I'd, I'd be there if I could. It's it's snowing here tonight. I'm under a freeze warning. Our is 24 degrees right now, so. I'm a little little freaking envious that Gators can crawl into your backyard. Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Save that otter in your pond, buddy. So, so a a Gator yesterday. (laughs) So, Scheffler broke out what the trade was. Yes. yes. And so it was the Lions were going to get Gronk and the number 43 pick in the second round in 2018. And the Lions were going to send their first round pick, which was number 20. And the number 51, which was their second round pick. So that was, that's a bullet dodge because at that time, if you remember, Gronk probably wouldn't have passed a physical. He was in bad shape with his back. He had a, it was either a hip or a shoulder at that point, too. Yep. Did not play well down that stretch. Uh, obviously, turned up big when they needed it. But so the Lions t- with, with 20 took Frank Ragnall. Really, really good player. I think we're all happy with Frank right now. They wound up trading forty-three for fifty-one, anyways. Forty-three is Carry on Johnson. Fifty-one, the Patriots wound up getting, and one seventeen they wound up getting, which is the Lions' fourth round pick. They wound up trading both of those, and the players that they used those picks on are not Patriots anymore. So they completely botched the deal. So the, the Lions really got the best of that deal um, in it in Gronk deciding to to shut it down and, and you know Gronk smashed the trade the trade. Thank you for doing that Gronk. Good luck in, in Tampa Bay.
2: Yeah, I think he's going to turn into a little bit of a Larry McBumper fuck, but we'll see how he does. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure he's going to be.
3: I don't know, man. It's the, the whole concept the, the whole concept they remind me not to digress on the, the Buccaneers too much. Doesn't this sound like the the Lakers team that lost to the the hardworking Pistons in 2004 where they're like bringing all these talented guys at the end of their career and for one, like last run, like oh, it's going to be great, and then then a good team totally smoked them. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I I can absolutely analogy. get that feel about Tampa Bay right now.
2: Great, great analogy. And look, I mean, the thing about uh, about Gronk, he slimmed down a lot after after he got out of football, yes, he did. right? And that's a real. A, a real risk for an athlete. They can go one of two ways. They can go the way that I went, or they can wait go the way Gronk <laughs> went. Right. And <laughs> Spielman went right. Cause you, yeah. you, you shrink down, you lose a lot of mu- muscle mass, but the appetite doesn't go away. You got to do something about that. Uh, right.
3: You, if you're not eating five chickens a day, you're going to lose your mass. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. So uh, he did a great job, but it takes a long time to build that muscle mass back and to get back to size. So I'm interested to see what happens that, re- that rest for his body and the, the and not having to carry that extra bulk around of all that muscle is is, is I'm am certain great for him, but yeah. boy, it's it's going to be interesting yeah, well, to see it, how he what? gets in a player playing shape
3: from frickin' April. And when you to when you August. try to bulk up like that, back bulk up big like that, you're you're at a lot of risk for soft tissue and tendon and ligament damage. That's yep. uh, th- there's some, there's some risk involved there. Don't 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 crown them just yet.
2: Yeah yep there you go all right so gronk to the bucks uh now let me ask you what's some of the uh the domino effect here are we looking at oj howard to the lions
1: that oh god
3: i love that so oj howard is jesse james uh oh my god jesse james i, I went off Hawk I, and I, howard can you, the 2h oh club man. right i mean can you imagine i, th- I think i was on the radio the other day it might have been on podcast so where i went off on jesse james i felt kind of bad because i oh. essentially like you know Oh. crapped on his lunchbox or something, but that's, uh, OJ Howard's so much better than him. And anything that gets Jesse James off the field makes me happy because he's a detriment right now. And if they can somehow get OJ Howard in, yes, I'm all for it. So what's the and cost
2: on that? He's got one. Howard has one year left on his rookie deal. If they pull the option right. on him, uh, right. Jesse James, how much do we eat on him? Do you not? I mean, just ballpark off. I'm asking you, obviously. It's a lot. It's,
3: yeah. it's more than they would be paying Howard.
2: But because he's on, but the
3: because, deal right, and because the Lions have twenty eight million and change, roughly in salary cap room, they can do it. They can eat that if they want to, and,
2: it's, and it gives you a lot. Like I was talking about KJ Hill in the last show, right? Uh, right. You know, I you know I love him. You know, I am, yes. you know I, I love this guy in the slot. I think this guy's got hips and and can get low. He can move and cut fast and is really can get that separation that you need from a slot back. But you get O.J., you get the 2-H club, Hawkinson and Howard, right? And you get them, again, what they can do in the short to mid-passing game forces the other team's coverage to change. And you'll see guys like Galladay, who's a great receiver but doesn't get a whole lot of separation, and Jones, who just doesn't get a lot of separation but is a great contested catch receiver as well. All of a sudden, you may find some separation because the number one guy isn't, or the number two guy isn't on one of those.
3: What is a way to mitigate that? Not having depth at wide receiver, have better tight ends. That's San Francisco did that brilliantly last year, and it opens up. Baltimore has game. done that. The Ravens have done that for years. Yep. Their wide receivers, yeah. Their yep. tight ends, yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> it does. It helps you in both ends of the field, from the 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 uh, the longer pass it, it, and on the running game. It, it tends
3: to so keep good. an extra linebacker in the game. Yep. It, it's a way that you can chip and release, and, and OJ Howard. He's probably overrated by most people, myself included. But he's really good at chipping at a, an edge rusher and getting out into a pattern. Yep, that's something that Jesse James is terrible at. Hawkinson's okay at it. He needs some work, but he can do, he can do it. I think Howard's that's just used. I think that's that that help that helps you be more comfortable putting Hal Vite, who does not handle speed well at all, keep him at right tackle.
2: You mean hello Haluapati? can't say it now darn it i was gonna be so fucking proud of myself
3: because i had it nailed I, it. A vai vai
2: <laughs> I haven't said it in like three weeks and now i gotta i gotta uh, okay. So
3: so who, who's cb3
2: amani warrior or warrior yeah
3: close enough <laughs> i drink through that <laughs> oh
2: god what is this i'm gonna be right you guys are gonna love the draft show that alone yeah it'll be fun i mean i've only had one i'm on my third truly here halapulavati yeah halapulavati Hala vaitai there we go i just have to th- oh. um play that funky music Hala Hala yeah. 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 all right all
3: right anything um, else we want to talk about can we talk about real quick um Kingakwe. Uh, Is this a test again? (laughs) Yes. This is a test. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because it's a popular thing, and I threw it out there on Twitter, and people have taken to devouring it, and that's great. You're not giving up number three to get Yannick Ngakwe. He He is in the situation now that the Lions were in with Darius Slay. What did the Lions get for Darius Slay? That's what you're giving Jacksonville for the right to pay Yannick Ngakwe $22 million a year. Mm-hmm. and he's going to get that. <clears throat> I don't know I don't know if that math works for me. He's a very good player. He's a one-dimensional player. He's not the biggest physical guy. He doesn't necessarily fit the Lions' benchmarks for what they want as an edge rusher. And that's so I don't think it's going to happen. I'd like it. He's an exciting player. I would like it that they would want him to fit, mm-hmm. but I don't think that they do.
2: If they don't sign Howard, <laughs>
3: all right all right yeah trading for Leonard Fournette that's that's a legit thing though that you you can get him for a fourth or a fifth round pick and I hope that the Lions are in on that action he's so he's a selfish malcontent his teammates don't like him but dude ran for 1100 yards last year and also caught 76 passes I can live with that stink for a year (laughs) Yeah. Perfect, <laughs>
2: yeah, and and he's the kind of guy that if you get a team to turn around, which is where we're at, right? Yes. And and they know their lives right. aren't they're not necessarily long for these the, these jobs. It's a year, maybe two years that they're in these in these roles. Bob and and uh, Matt, because you know we're best friends. Yeah, <laughs> your <buds. laughs> um, I, I'm living in this, in a Winnebago on his drive. Don't you remember? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the kind of deal they might make. They might put up with that, yes, I think. And if could. it does turn, and they do turn the corner with this team and suddenly take it somewhere, um, I think you'll see a player like that will fall into line. It's much like the Patriots mold. That's how they could take right. a Randy Moss kind of player. He's my favorite example, who's got all kinds of character issues and problems and whatever else, bring him in. He zipped the lip and did his <laughs> yeah. job, and they won like crazy. Corey,
3: Corey Dillon is a very good example of that, too. A guy who wanted out of Cincinnati, didn't like it, since so they didn't like him and he didn't like them, and he wound up being a really good player for, for New England when they needed a a that type of running back specifically because they were not doing the committee back then. Yep, he was exactly what they needed. Yep. And uh, it, it, Legarrette Blunt was that choice two years ago. Here didn't yes. exactly work out, but that, they rolled the dice. His
2: first year was better than a second.
3: <laughs> the two point eight yards per carry. Oh,
2: those were an important two point eight oh. that he got
3: all right Dude, six foot three fall forward <laughs> dumbass
2: pad level he's working on his pad level all right remember the <laughs> show needs your involvement don't forget use the subreddit to give us your feedback we appreciate when you do that it's the community show so when the community feeds back we listen to you we took what was going to be a shorty turned it into an hour and 25 minutes of pretty good content Riz.
3: i'm i'm pretty my, my wife is used to me making things longer than they need to be oh See, that's just
2: like you made the quarterback list longer. No matter what it is, Liz is Riz has got the length. Okay. Uh, don't forget about us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, the big thanks again to John for his uh, adding that uh, uh, Patreon to, uh, here. It's patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, you get access to the Slack chat um, right after the broadcast is over when you, when you do that, so you'll be good to go. Also, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, facebook.com. Slash the Detroit Lions podcast. Instagram is Detroit Lions Podcast and on Twitter at DET Lions Podcast, the very best way to see Riz. With no man. Nice. Oh, I got to do that thumbnail. I remember that now. All right. Uh, Also, call us on Skype. It's Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, or use the Lions line, 929-33-Lions. It's 929-335-4667. Give us a ring, and we will take your stuff going. Uh, Also, be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com and subscribe to the podcast so we can pop up in your ear holes automatically. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs. No problems, baby, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit Connection.
4: Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, Start the plane. This
0: show is over.